So I saw that you guys have only been playing together for like a couple of years, is that right? No, no. Oh, is it that's not that? <laughs> well, I, thought, I thought I read that. I, I, I think we've only been the Cider House Rebellion since Ooh. the beginning of the pandemic. Been playing, well, we've, we've we think. 13 years? Yeah, about 13 oh, so, years. Oh, so yeah, that's much longer than 20 years. So I was doing that maths. He was a death in a gig that I was doing. Right. And, um, Where was it? England. <laughs> oh yes, I know it well. <laughs> can't remember. Not um, somewhere in England. We were doing this uh, Edith Piaf trio, and uh, the fiddler um, who normally played it uh, was pregnant. Nothing to do with me. And, <laughs> so um, he says. <laughs> but look at all those children over Stop there. It. And Adam, <laughs> that's not the fiddler. Um, and Adam depped on the yes. gig, but within this gig, there there were repertoire where we could play what we liked. So there was a degree nice. of freedom, a, free, a degree, not totally improvising, but certainly flexibility within it. And normally, if you've never performed with somebody, it's going to be a bit, let's play it safe, let's yeah, just do this. And we didn't. And we just, for some reason, found that we could play together like we'd been blending. We hadn't, we hadn't for, even played we hadn't before we went So that was there. the first time you actually met, yeah. Yeah. So we both, we both came off stage. Yeah, it was pretty much. And then we came off stage and we were right, OK, we've got to do something together. I guess why it says 2020 is our first Cider House Rebellion disc yes, came out probably. in 2020. Yeah, right, and that was, we'd been doing something before that. We'd had a bunch of really old folk tunes and we'd been doing an album and we'd finished it. Um, and that, I accidentally pressed delete. <laughs> could have done, could have done. But in the car the day before, I'd said, it. well, if we finish in time, why don't we just put the mics on and improvise? And he said, no, that's a ridiculous idea. So we did. <laughs> What's the other so we, do, we just finished, stuck the mics on, and just, the first track was a half hour track, then a 20 minute track, and then a little filler. Yes, that's where me saying that's a stupid idea, why are we doing it? This happens a lot, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so one of us, and it can go in either direction, one of us will have an idea, the other one will say that's a ridiculous idea, but how about? And then right. make it even more ridiculous. Well, that's, a point. <laughs> that's a good partnership though, isn't it? That's a good partnership, you know? Keep so each we, were, we were going to do little miniatures. Adam's idea was why don't we do sort of little three minute yeah. Nice tunes. So your original album that you said you recorded was Never that come out. we haven't released it. <laughs> so was that more like you re you more traditionally yeah. you wrote the songs yeah, yeah. Uh, and recorded we, them? We and... found you know quite often there would be very old folk tunes, sort of seventy. What sort of stuff? Do you mind me asking? Um, or if it's if it's top could secret, be any, no, it's not at all. No, secret. We we were looking at manuscripts from you know English or old repertoire and, and old, European. Yeah, can you, can you, can you give me any names or? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> only because oh, I'm really interested. There's, well, there's that one that we called Summertime, which is something like the summer's oh, coming. Uh, uh, Custo uh, uh, oh, yes, something Castorama. <laughs> yes. Something Castorama. That's something right. Castorama. No, I know. I've never yes. heard of that. The only reason I ask is because I'm really interested in that myself. Okay. Um, I think it's really interesting. I remember watching a really good uh, Fairport Convention documentary and. It was saying, you know, back in the 60s, it sounded so romantic. I can't remember if it was like, I think maybe Salisbury. Okay. Probably wrong. But anyway, that back in those days, obviously, there was no internet or anything like that. So that they found it was like the library of, of, of folk music or something yes, like yeah, that. Yeah, there was only yeah. like one in the UK, I think. Absolutely. And, they, and they went and they booked some place sort of like a couple of miles away and they would just go in there every day yeah, looking right. through old manuscripts. And some of them were just like newspaper clippings from yeah, like Portsmouth yeah, in like yeah, the well 1700s with like some lyrics in and nobody knows who originally wrote the songs. No. But I think that's just Well, so no, some of ours were things it? like that. So one of them was called Bonnie Kate of Edinburgh, I just remember. It's not what oh, we well, called then. it. We called it something completely different. I think I've heard of that, yeah. Um, but that's in the Farn Archive, which is mm. up in Newcastle, I think. Mm. Um, and it's on a big online thing, and there's 
there's a it's a book from 16 mm. can't remember what it's mm. got some so we took a bunch of tunes from yeah. there some what, old one Spanish of the fun stuff things I, I remember that was actually rather intriguing for me was the way that they were notated in 1600 and something <laughs> yeah. was done very much shorthand because they've heard it now oh, it's just an aid really. but you look at it and you go that doesn't make too many beats in that bar what's going mm. on and the usual way people have realised those is to work out what they think it should have been. So, okay, it probably was a waltz, so we're going to force everything into 3-4. There you go. We went, now we're going to play what they wrote down, which meant <laughs> some really <laughs> surreal times going nice. on. That's and that was story. great yeah. fun. Yeah, that sounds but amazing. Might have been wrong, but yeah. hey. But it's really, yeah. you know, when you go to something like we've just been to Portugal and some of the Portuguese uh, tunes... It is damn peculiar. Mm. It's not in an eight-bar thing. It mm. suddenly finishes on seven yeah, and a half, it, and it yeah. goes round. Mm. Well, if you oh, were transcribing, if it had been transcribed, yeah. you'd have evened it out. But it doesn't. Same with mm. a load of Romanian stuff that I've played. Mm. It just doesn't fit. So yeah. the older stuff might not have fitted. We might have just squared it all off later. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no, I guess. I guess you know, it sounds interesting, mm. and it, it catches your ear. That's the main thing. I remember one of the most sort of best musical experiences I've ever had was when I was in Sorrento, and it was, it was all, all thanks to my missus. Really, she she noticed that there was some Sorrento folk tales playing at a theatre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. We went there, and it just blew my mind because <laughs> they had like dancing going on, and it was supposed to be it was like history of Sorrento or something. So they were almost okay. like showing through dance and music, almost like trying to give us like the, the story of Sorrento. But it's one day, but with the most insane music, oh, oh, they're on the stage with dancers, and it's yeah. I was oh. just like, wow, it's insane, but it's just absolutely beautiful. It's great stuff, absolutely yeah. beautiful. So, um, yeah. so, so, so that's an album you'll never hear. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> no, no, but we might be on hard drive somewhere. Yeah. I'd have to search. But I don't think we'd release it either. I think if we wanted to no, revisit we'd, those, yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd just take those tunes now and do what we do now, which yes. is just start with a tune and see where the world takes us. It's funny, yeah. it's funny. We, were, we were looking you up this morning, obviously half the information apparently was completely wrong, but me and Drew, because me, me and Drew played together and we, we were saying like, these, these guys are so on our wavelength because me and Drew always try and improvise a yeah. lot. And what yeah. we, we call it, it sounds a bit like corny, but we say just getting into like flow state. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, just trying to get in that flow to each other where you're both. If, if, if you like gelled with someone, as you said, you guys just immediately yeah. hit it off. Like for some reason, you can like yeah. read each other's mind, yeah, playing off each other. You'll do something you know almost like what to do, that's the weird thing. We don't yeah. have any, it's not a sense of clever interplay or anything. Neither of us got a clue what we're doing, no, neither of us but it just, just um, <laughs> all seems to work. Wow, wow, that's <laughs> a long so, way so, you so you genuinely don't even feel like when you're playing with each other that you are uh, necessarily f- feeding but, off each other, or was that just a Oh, joke? we certainly no. react to each other, but it more often happens at the same react. time. <laughs> really we're basically bizarre. belting along, and then suddenly, okay, we've both changed time signature on the bar line to something slower and different all the other way around. But you are that, reading each other on some weird level. On some weird some level. Some deep level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't understand. Someone like that thought some weird level. Let's, it's a weird level. <laughs> That's a better but We've certainly had, I remember an, uh, an audience member once commenting about how they thought that we were basically in some way trying to trip each other up and then laughing. But all we were actually doing was laughing when we realised what we just did. Yeah, it was kind of an after, yeah. oh, blimey, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. I know that know. happens all the time. We just suddenly end up grinning at each other because we both of us surprised each other. And it's, You're just sort of like, what have we even just what, come what up what with? And how did that 20-minute yeah, no, jam <laughs> work? <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly it's that. Very, very it's weird. exactly that.
So do you mind me asking like sort of like your individual backgrounds? So sort of like you know, just sort of like where where did you both individually grow up? What was your first? Um, we haven't grown up. What, yeah, well, I feel we need to clarify that one. I think I think that's why we're getting on. But, uh, <laughs> like you know, what, what, can you remember like your earliest individual music musical sort of inspirations? Squirrels, absolutely. Squirrels. For you, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I can absolutely because when I was a kid in my bedroom there was a. Pelmate. Whereabouts did you grow up, do you mind me asking? Uh, this might have been in Sutton Coldfield, or it might have been 
in just north of Leicester. No, right. I think it was Sutton Coalfield. Right. Yeah, will have been because I was really young. Um, but anyway, permit, curtain permit thing. And on top of it was this tiny violin that my grandpa had put there at 30 second size or something. Um, and so I always, Did he buy it for you? I think it was something he'd had forever. He was a, he was a, a violinist and a fiddler. Oh, okay. He, he was a fiddle teacher, wasn't he? So. Yeah, fiddle teacher, fiddle player. So it's so. in your blood then? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no cure. <laughs> anyway, so it was got down for me, and I just picked it, and I can remember exactly what I played. It was the song that went, I saw a squirrel, I saw a squirrel. <laughs> it's not improved. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play that in today's concert, <laughs> shall we? That was my first musical experience. Yeah. And when you say that, was that like a song you, little, you made up on the spot? Like, oh yeah, it was because those, those, right, those are the pictures of the open strings, right. basically. Right, okay. <laughs> Give or take my singing. Okay, okay, okay. So what about sort of then as you were sort of growing up, like did you oh, just he, carry on playing from that moment, just the moment you picked it up? You I just don't kept really remember the then. sort of next bit, but yeah, then I was always going to play the violin. I was always going to be like grandpa and play the violin. He taught so me. he was your main inspiration, yeah, totally. grandfather. Uh, and what was his name? Uh, Alex Waymond. Alex Waymond. Or Woman, as they called him in Whitby. Okay. For okay. no good reason, because yeah. it's not really his name. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so then I just carry on. He taught me, went through, uh, then I was in Leicestershire and there was an amazing school of music. So you kind of got diverted around the classical angle because that's what they were teaching and there were orchestras and this, that and the other. Mm. I went off to music college in London, did all that. Fantastic. Being a soloist, directed chamber orchestras and all that. But folk music is still folk music and it's a real living thing and that's what I've always done as well. So, so Something exciting about it, isn't it? Yeah, and there's something, well, I love what we end up doing with it is the opportunity to take something that's really old mm. and just regenerate it in the moment, however it feels. Because mm. I remember my grandpa saying, we were talking about this in Portugal actually, because mm. he used to actually have a, a band for dancing, which was fiddle and accordion mm. and a caller. Um, and I remember him saying, you can't just play this tune the same again. So what you often hear these days is people play their own the same tune three or four times. The arrangement might beef up and it's great, but then they just change tune. Whereas his view was, well, you would never play it the same twice anyway. But as you came to the third or fourth time, you go somewhere else and just take it somewhere else, which is basically what we do. Yeah. Except these days, as Murray said memorably, we can't even play the same thing once. I'm going to get t-shirts done. Yeah, I think so. So, so, so you've been working in immersive music all your life then? Oh yeah. yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's so you were working in with like choirs and classical music and stuff? Not, not with choirs very much. No, I used to... They wouldn't want it. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I used to, until, I don't know, Decade ago, I used to direct a, a chamber orchestra from London that used to play all around the country, yeah. or chamber ensembles, done loads of solo stuff, um, concertos and all that. And um, then I was with a group called Red Priest, which is a mad, it's, it's led by a mad and genius uh, recorder player called Piers Adams, who right. is the best player in the world of that. Wow. It's quartet, it's it's baroque music except done with ridiculous ludicrous things to and that was an absolute blast that sounds me. amazing i wanted to make sure i, yeah, you, I ask you before we leave <laughs> write that down before i forget it and check something uh, out and so i did the oh. the last disc with them that they that they did and we toured that for a bit and that was great fun but i stopped doing it now wow and that was, <laughs> was it because you met murray and no, no. different things yeah, I mean, well, I, I we had like, already started doing yeah. this other stuff right uh, the the pandemic came it stopped the international touring. That's yeah, mostly sure. what we did. Sure. Things shift. It just, it just became a okay. Leave this for now, kind of event and for in, me. In terms of other musical sort of influences, were you the sort of person that had like a lot of musical influences that you looked at, other than your grandfather, of, of course? 
like growing up or did you sort of feed off that or not really was it just the playing and the yeah more like more really all that just right, the playing okay. and being involved with all the things i've done yeah of course you listen to stuff but it's always been more organic really i find that's a, that's quite interesting mm. i think like some people like feed off like certain artists they've almost yeah, become fixated on them and, yeah, and become I, yeah. so inspired other people like yourself drew's like more like you as well like it's more just like the writing and everything he gets immersed in and, yeah. and things like that, rather than like me and my other friend Josh, like we'll talk for hours and hours and hours mm. about it, uh, artists and we'll find out everything about them and chat. And Drew's more like, how do you know about stuff about yeah, no, like, but, he, but he'll write songs mm. like all the freaking time, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like constantly. So I mean, there were, there were things that I, I remember the Corries was, a, it's just a, two Scottish guys banging a drum and stuff and they, I absolutely loved their music, I used mm. to listen to loads of that. So there's things I used to listen to, I don't know anything about them at all. Yeah. I was astonished to see a photograph of them on the internet. It's like, oh, they're actually people. Yeah, you didn't even know what they looked like. You just never even thought to look them up, yeah. Um, but no, I definitely... That's like radio presenters. Nobody, yeah. nobody knows what they look like. Yeah, yeah. For good reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The internet has changed yeah. all of this. Yeah. What about yourself, Murray? What was like, um, like growing up when you start playing and influences uh, well, and all that? started well I actually started on the old piano thing okay. but that was I think more my parents doing the whole well let's see if you'll do the practice okay. and if you stick at it for a year I was seven and where, were you, where, where did you grow Manchester up? area right. Manchester Cheshire that, nice. South, Manchester South Manchester Cheshire depends what year um, but my pa my parents met through Scottish country dance so oh, wow. in my early years they stopped later but in my early years I was going to that or would be taken whilst basically babysitting and all the rest of it. So I was exposed to that, which is, of course, mostly fiddle and accordion. Mm -hmm. That kind of was happening, not with any direction or anything, but that's there, so it's gone into my psyche. Um, then, later on, when I learnt the piano, been for a bit, my dad suddenly said, well, would you like to learn another instrument? Oh, yeah, that'd be good, yeah, I've really enjoyed it, yeah, let's mm -hmm. do this. And he wrote down a list of every instrument he could think of. Mm. All the orchestral instruments, or you know, electric guitar, or all, all the normal mm. things. But he also put folky things down, like the two that I actually selected: uh, bagpipes and accordion were on the list, and those were the two that I chose as the I would be interested of all the instruments on the planet. Yeah, that's those quite are unique. the two. That's quite unique, isn't it? But I mean, like in, in, a, in a good it, it way. It says a lot about but, me, I think, really. But that's great because let's face it: folk music would be dead if it wasn't for the fact there was the odd lad. So, odd lad. You said it, not me. I mean, in a good way. I like your style. If you did, like most kids, you'd think would pick guitar or drums. Oh, exactly. That'd be cool. That would, you know, girls would like me and stuff. But you were like accordion backbone. So that seems so random. But it was. Brilliant, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> and then it went down, it sort of settled on accordion. I tried pipes for a bit, though in hindsight, what I tried was Highland pipes, which takes so much lung yeah. that I think at the age of seven was probably not going to happen. Get yourself like a in, your, in your throat. <laughs> so, uh, accordion, oh, you can pick that up and go, ah, oh, well, I, I can do that, I press things, and yeah, okay, that'll work. Um, went down that route and it was all fine. Um, Do you remember how you took to the instrument? Like at first, was it one of those things that you were like, what the hell um, is this? Or No, I can't remember the first sensations, mm. but... Um, I imagine it's a very, I imagine it's a sort of instrument. Funny enough, I feel the same thing about the violin, which I have picked up before, but not ever recorded. I can imagine it's, to somebody that's never played one, you're so, it's so almost like nuanced. Yes, I can I imagine it's I like, do, what am I doing? I do sometimes deliberately pick up an accordion the wrong way around in order to remind myself of that sense of yeah, out is. of control alienness what's going on now of course it feels just like a yeah. part of my own body it's just 
normal. Not, not that long um, ago he left an accordion at my place for a week for reasons I can't remember. Lucy's appendix, I think. Oh, that's right. I thought, okay, well, I'll see if I can play most things up to a point fairly straight away. So yeah. I thought, well, I'll have a go at this. And I can oh, I, I play the piano, so that should have all been fine. But this bit, what on earth's going on? And oh, oh it's so the, right, the right hand uh, was a button key, uh, not a piano key, yeah. I seem to remember. Oh, yeah, it was a button, <laughs> so which took a bit of work. Yeah. But I was getting there. It was just, I mean, the violin's all this way. Yeah. makes the it's like the breath if you like was this is that for the oh, I just oh god but I was just say, it's, it's a sort of I was totally talentless that's yeah. the truth <laughs> but both of those instruments I can imagine it's almost like more developing muscle memory there's rather certainly. than like, yeah, like with a piano like with a guitar if you learn to play a guitar you can sort of play the piano or vice versa but do you know what I mean like you can figure out yeah, chords yeah. and things yeah. I think the it's not with a kind violin. of got a bit of both because obviously it is a keyboard instrument yeah. sure, sure. but it's also a wind instrument so mm. you've got and I think that's possibly the the bit that's confusing you is that you could have learned a keyboard instrument or you could have learned a wind instrument. Well, no, but it's fusing the, the two I've together. Got, <laughs> it's multitasking. I've got the blown <laughs> yeah, keyboard true. instrument, no problem with that. No, for me, it's literally yeah. using the left hand to do the stuff that should be done with your with right the, hand. Yeah, As yeah, I said, it's like muscle memory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the violin, I don't know how on earth it works. There's no yeah. notes on it at all. Just, no, you agree. So I find it a very impressive instrument. You see someone really oh, ripping it on the violin. Don't Well, the squirrel song was, you know, I didn't even need to improve after that. So what about sort of like so, yeah, so that? I did that, um, did sort of just sort of kept going, had a teacher who got me going, hmm. but then uh, just one of those uh, moments, there, there was a programme on BBC Radio 4 right. um, that my father found and recorded for me on tape, hmm. showing my age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I remember those <laughs> just about, don't worry. But it was a programme called The History of the Accordion and it was hosted by a gentleman called Mogan Zellegaard, who right. he was the... Uh, prime developer of the modern accordion, the classical accordion around the world. He, I mean, he was basically it. And the BBC had got him to come along and do this whole programme all about the accordion, where did it come from and where is it now? And that exposed me to the whole mysteries of classical accordion, mm. which is not what we're playing so much today. In fact, no one the accordion I've got today, I couldn't. Um, but that's <laughs> where you end up with single notes on both hands, so it's like a two-manual organ. Yeah. And that's the way my life then went for so a while. So did you get really immersed in his music? Really immersed in, in that sort of world, which is a very um, specific world. Niche. Okay. Niche, okay. yeah, niche. Okay. Because the classical accordion is a modern instrument, we're talking the 50s mm -hmm. onwards, Bach wasn't around in 1950. Sure. So most of the stuff that's been written, what stuff he's is, trying to say is it's is crap. All of that stuff, which is technically incredibly hard. So it really developed my playing. I went to the Royal Academy of Music, did a whole music degree, playing classical repertoire, did like Adam did the concerto thing, did all right. of that stuff. Yeah. And the thing that killed it for me, I did this um, world premiere of this solo accordion piece uh, by a German composer. It was unbelievably hard. It took me like four months to learn this thing. It was so demanding. Mm. Did the world premiere after all this work to 20 people. And I'm at the end of it going, why? What, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. what on earth was this about? <laughs> And other things were happening in my life, and I ended up basically moving back home to the Manchester area, got involved with a folk group. Next thing I know, I'm playing something that was, I could 
do without thinking, just playing some tunes. Yeah, great. Oh, there's 2,000 people in the audience. Way! Wow. And yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, the fun was back. Of and course, it, yeah. And yeah. then it develops in there. And you go off and you do, and you meet some people, and you do this project and that project, and all the rest of it, and so on. So ah, that's right. kind of the, the potted history. Very good. <laughs> Thank you.
you remember there was like a conversation where you actually sat with each other and said like, let's yes. officially make it? <laughs> it's a really good conversation. Yeah. So we arranged that I, I went around to his and uh, let's, let's spend a day, we're going to explore this and plan. And we went to a cafe in his local village. So how long after knowing each other was this? Was oh, it quite soon after? Three months, six three months. months okay, like that order. We went to this cafe and went, right, look, we both of us done loads of projects where you've done the music and then you've thought about the marketing and how's this going to work. Yeah. So we're going to be really clever this mm. time and work out what does the market need? Mm. How are we going to do this? And we came up with all this stuff and there is this master plan. Mm-hmm. And I can say without fear of contradiction <laughs> that we've done the exact opposite ever since that meeting. <laughs> we haven't done a single thing that we worked out was the clever thing to do. And we've done exactly the opposite of yeah. everything that we said. So <laughs> un- under no circumstances should you do this. So we did. So, we did. <laughs> so you've come to the conclusion that you, you planning you is not our strength. <laughs> so you just won't, like winged everything, right, basically. Oh, totally. Oh yeah, <laughs> including the notes. <laughs> but, I think, but I think for some people, that is, if that's the best way you work, then that's the best way you work. Yeah. You know? Sometimes you have to accept yeah. the way you are. Well, we have to accept that we're <laughs> incapable of doing anything we intend to. Yeah. So we might as well just see what happens. And how did you come up with the name? Oh, that's ah, easy. That's easy. That one. That's it's it is a direct. This is quite a nice beer. Yeah, this one's fine. This right. is fine. But yeah. the world, I don't know if you've noticed. We, we, I was a very keen real ale drinker, right? As was Murray. Um, and then the world has gone to over hopped IPAs. Everything. I'm still like. a real ale drinker. I can I can mm. let you know. I've been looking around the last couple of days trying trying to find all Where the local the nice Kent ale. Dark, yeah. chewy, chocolatey. Where've they gone? Yeah, I agree. And yeah. so suddenly, it's wherever you go, it's yeah. we've got 17 beers on. They're all IPA. They've all got yeah. more oh, hops than the last one. Oh. Oh. I, I like you guys more and more. <laughs> I, I think exactly the same thing, and I moan like an old man to all of my friends <laughs> exactly. who have dropped on the who have jumped on the IPA bandwagon, oh. and I just want a good old pint of bass from a nice keg. So, so then we so were we were at, we were at, we were at Glastonbury. We were playing at Glastonbury, and I'd found um, a, a proper still cider, really nice one. You know, and I'd been drinking. Seven hundred percent. Come and try this. And he said, oh, I don't, I don't drink cider. I said, yeah, you do. You just don't know it. Yet. Try this. And he tried it, and we do. And so yeah. it's the cider house rebellion. Well, yeah, we're, we're rebelling against IPA. Oh, wait, I, I love that. Yeah. So you're rebelling against IPA. So, yeah. yeah. yeah well, as a Somerset man, I, I'm very, you know, it's, it's great. And and you're very much right. Um, who, whoever said that to you, when you're in Somerset, it's like, you know, cider isn't cider. I mean, if you, a lot of places, it's like, oh, you know, you've got like three. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. that is cider. But I mean, there's about like 30, 40 different varieties in Somerset. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ciders I don't like. but as you said, the, the really strong sort of seven, eight yeah. percent ones that taste like apple juice yeah. are lethal. Yeah, oh, and gorgeous. And yeah, they are, they are the most lethal thing because it's a bit like when you're younger and you, you have like a really nice cocktail or something and you're like, it's so easy to put too much like vodka and galliano yeah, in it and all that nice stuff. Mm. And then you, you have like two and really you've put like a quarter of a bottle of vodka <laughs> but because it's got so much fruit juice in it. It's a bit like that, isn't it? You know? yeah, best one I remember, you weren't there for this one, uh, but my wife who happens to be sitting behind us, but yeah. <laughs> um, we were at Sidmouth um, and there was this cider called Agent Orange, mm. and it was bright <laughs> Dead, orange. Well, deadly, by the sound of it. The thing was, it was also the end of the barrel. It was concentrated, right. probably been sitting there, slowly <laughs> getting stronger through the day. And for reasons I will not go into, I was needing a drink. There was definite need for a drink. Right, and Lucy right. went and bought me a pint of this stuff. And I don't remember that much more after that. <laughs> One pint of Agent Orange. My God, it was good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 it's go wrong. It is quite <laughs> Well, since my wife's also there, there was a, 
<laughs> we, were in, we were in Whitby, and uh, it, we were going to we we're going to have dinner in the Magpie Cafe, which I totally recommend for absolutely excellent yeah. fish. Good food. Um, but uh, we were with my daughter and. A, a couple of friends of hers were there and we were in this little cafe, not cafe, the opposite of a cafe, pub, um, by, the, by the station. And um, it's absolutely gorgeous. I can't remember what it's called. It's one we have. It's a, I think it's a really strong 8% peri or something. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so I had one of those and I don't know, three of those and that was all great. Oh. Got to the magpie and I was in deep shit for just giggling helplessly <laughs> and being too loud. I was, I was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, brilliant, brilliant. So, sort of getting back to sort of like your mm. recording style. Uh, no, 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 We're not far off our recording style. Yeah, yeah. That's just when you start pressing record. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, more than thinking, you've got four albums, is it right, that you've recorded uh, since 2020? Four as a duo. Yeah. Then we've got three with Jesse. That's my daughter. Is it poet? So poet and fantastic, us. fantastic. Two with the har. Oh yeah. So that's us two and Baron and an amazing singer from Ireland. And we have recorded and another one with her and another one with Jesse that's with not out. Jesse that's not out. And, and that a one duo with Kirsty. album. And another one. So that's definitely more yeah. than four. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> What's the other one with Kirsty? No, we've only done one with Kirsty. I think on your Spotify there's mm. just four. And that's, I think this is one of the reasons why the information I mean, that's Spotify on your album. I think it says something like I think it's as long as I'm not wrong, I'm second-guessing myself now, but I don't think I am. I think it says something like, um, you know, since 2020, you no, know, there's four probably, albums. There's, it's probably, probably, albums there's probably only four there just are us four albums. Just These are the things yeah. are, and that's the fun of blooming Spotify, because mm. as soon as you introduce somebody you are working with, it mm. then gets very upset and starts saying, ah, oh, we need to create a whole new product for right. that. At which point there are no no, because you guys are so free with your style, um, like, you know, you know, you're not like you're a set band and this is the we, way it's, it's not some rigid no, style. No, yes, or some rigid we, always, we do Generally, always sound like us. Yeah. It's unmissable after. The, the project basically has become Cider with. Yeah, sure. So it's Cider with Kirsty. So when it's with Kirsty Merrin, amazing singer, that's the, the latest we album, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Cider with Kirsty, then you get with. Jesse and his daughter, so they are Cider with Jesse or Jesse with Cider or whatever. Something. I can't remember what they call it. <laughs> then we're doing called. one, Molly, who's the singer in the Har. We've got an album coming out with her, which is Cider with Molly. So it's become, we even have in the plan, although life might mean it doesn't happen, but I think the title is worth saying anyway. Um, we were going to do one with Cider Phil with Beer. beer. <laughs> Cider with Beer just seems that's like had to be done, really. That, that, that's asking for it, isn't it? I definitely <laughs> think you guys should. for it, but I think the diary yeah. is... Yeah, uh, I, I definitely uh, encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with, with, when you were... Because, um, obviously, you guys are so big on your sort of improv. Mm -hmm. So, you record your albums like that? Yeah. So, when you're working with, say, like, a singer like Kirstie, yeah. so do you record all that and then she writes the lyrics and sings no. over? No. No? No. That was... She was amazing. She's brave. <laughs> she and I, she and I wrote the lyrics for some songs. Right. One of them she made a melody in advance. One of them I made a melody in, in advance. In advance. Otherwise, it we was it up. literally okay. Let's just get a feel. Uh, and then she sings four or five she notes. We do about and three seconds of playing, and then I say, "No, stop, stop. We've got it already. Let's not waste it." Hit record, and then just made them up. That's amazing. And then so they might. She I mean, I think she needs to take a lot of credit yeah. for just the sheer, <laughs> sheer bravery, sheer bravery and stupidity that went into that. Yeah, because totally. we're we're used to it, and we may be strange, but for some reason it seems to work with us. But to then add in, 
lyrics that you've got to scan to yeah. and, a melody, and a melody line you, and written. taking the main part and and then fitting allowing us the space to yeah. go off on a bit of an improv for a while and then bringing it back and doing that yeah, no, I think she um, she, did she deserves a lot of. That's insanely impressive. Insanely impressive. Was mad. So do you, do you tour with her and, and stuff? Yeah, like we that? are doing. Yeah, 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 we've just yeah. done a few. We've got yeah. another. In the Not autumn. as much as we're going to, because she's, she's just got an amazing job with the National Trust. Right, um, John. which she needs to get into. <laughs> 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 understand? Who wants one of those? We're doing some festivals and stuff next year. Yeah. As soon as she's sort of, she's only just started it, so she's waiting to see work how it works and how to escape from it every so often. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny like, talking to you guys because I mean, um, we were sort of talking to an artist yesterday. Sort of my natural next sort of question, sort of, it's sort of like, so like, you know, are you writing new work at the moment? <laughs> With you guys, it's like, well, there's not really any point because I guess at some point <laughs> no. you just decide to like press record and just yes. see what comes yes. out. Well, yeah. the, the, we've got a new duo album. Um, I don't know when it's out. Our agent will know, but I've forgotten. Right. I think maybe the end of the year. Oh. Depends on the engineer. Depends whether you finish. Editing it, doesn't it? Which is well, not editing it, engineering. Yeah, mi mixing it, which, uh, yeah, life. Yeah, anyway, let's not go there. Um, probably out by the end of the year, but that one we did just decide, you know what, we want to do one that's a bit more want, upbeat. I want to do an album that the world's going to shit, so we'll play something really happy and dancing. Yeah. And so we kind yeah. of half did, so it's from kind the tracks of the, the really... dance night. It's kind of... Apocalypse dance night. It's just a good name over there, Yeah. And that we did just literally get to where we often record this nice house, hmm. set up the gear, um, and hit record, and we did it in two days. Well, that's ten, ten tracks. Yeah, it's just a, literally a case of what are we doing? Oh, do you fancy this sort of groove? Yeah, all right then. Uh, record. One of us starts, yeah. and it won't necessarily stay in. It's not like yeah, oh, yeah. we're going to do a jig hmm. in G major. Hmm. He might start in six, eight, in G for the first few bars and then God knows where it will go. Yeah. And it could end up anywhere. Really good. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because I think what most musicians would struggle with with that, I don't know if you agree, is they could try and do something like that, but I think some people really struggle with you go in there with that intention and suddenly you feel like you've put yourself on the spot and, oh, and, as, and as you know, then you freeze and your creativity yes. is just destroyed. Yeah. So Adam, why do you think Adam, you both can do well, that Adam so well? Explained it, explained the problem. He can explain how we sorted it. I hope he knows the answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's the bloke in the corner. It, it's that if you can get the bloke over there who is standing there, hmm, is that good enough? Did, did, yeah, I know you can but do you better could, than you, that. Yeah, you could, yeah, have, been, you could have been a bit sharp. I've heard people who play better than that. Hmm. Yeah. If you can shut him up, <laughs> right? But somehow, yeah. Then all of a sudden, you just play. To me, that's <laughs> the, it's the thing that is behind all creativity. It, of course, you. you have to learn stuff, you get taught stuff, you get, mm -hmm. in so our case, you know, to, to play by some of the so greatest players in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then well. you listen to, <laughs> <laughs> then you listen to stuff and think, oh, well, that's amazing. But at some point to create something, you have to say, whatever I'm going to do is worthwhile. And as soon as you can just catch that and say, right, I know, I know, just hug her off, turn your head to the wall, just let me do it. Then it doesn't matter whether you're playing a violin concerto or 
whatever improvising mm. you you just let the thing roll and don't judge it mm. except for the weird thing that all the time in proper playing you're always maneuvering and judging and just yeah, and reacting, but, but, but it's you're not you're not judging the value of it you mm. just let yes. it go you're not it's giving it, it a scorecard. It's yeah. interesting though, because like even with you saying that, I feel like it's so much easier said than done. I feel like some people would listen to you say that and just say like, I, "There's still he, no way." In a million curious. years, so I can hear the sense of what you're saying. Oh, yeah. He took a while, but yeah, I had to didn't convince take, you. Didn't it took, I? First time we did it was like a release, mm. so I think there is an element of once you've done it, mm. it's like um, it's like taking the cork out. It's very yeah. curious. You suddenly have that freedom to do it, but that was with Adam. Right. If this year I've recorded my, you know, I'm nearly some big number that I don't mention because 12. it's horrific. <laughs> At the end of this year, <laughs> might, there is a zero involved, yeah, but I right. won't say the fifth number. Uh, the, yeah, the first one at number, the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but. So there we are, already at that age, but in, uh, um, I did my first solo album this year. Right. Because it's taken that length of time. A solo album is a really weird thing because it feels like you are, you are really hanging up your personality for display, saying, right, this is what I am now. So it makes you feel a bit uh, naked. So to get, to get to a stage where I've actually got, you know what, I'm just going to record it. And literally right. went in my local church, um, hit record, spent four days in there and just recorded a load of stuff. I actually got two albums out of it. Yeah. Wow. Um, and and, and I don't know if it's any good. Right. And the no, same as that wasn't planned at all? No, like, nothing, nothing was planned. planned. Literally so nothing was planned. It was just a case of... That's just nice. But it's and looking at the space and just trying yeah, yeah. to disassociate the, the critic from where you are at that moment. Yeah. Part of it is, in, is hidden in what you just said, actually, because... You say the album's like hanging up where you are. This is me. This is what I do. So as soon as you get away from the idea that whatever you've just done in some way defines you or your playing, mm. and instead of that, well, it's just what I played then. That's what I recorded then. That's how I played it that day. If if it's you know some big deal, mm. Tchaikovsky violin concerto or something, well, that's how I played it that day. That's the message I had then. Mm. If it was a message or if it was just a happening, it doesn't define anything more than that. So that you just feel it. like whatever mood you're in that day, yeah. where, um, where that's just are, coming out in that moment, tomorrow could be different. Yeah, exactly. I, I certainly yeah. have, we've found that, that you can be, you can in your own mind have something, but then you happen to be in a church mm. or... I mean, during lockdown, we did a lot of recording outside because we had to. Yeah. As soon as you were allowed to meet three metres apart, there we were standing three metres apart with a battery-powered recording thing recording in a forest. Yeah, but oh, then sounds brilliant. The, sounds brilliant. <laughs> the next week, we'd yeah. be up a hill and, oh, it's a bit sunny today. And then the week after, it's raining. Right. And, and it just so do you, de- do you deliberately take in these external influences? Yeah, we did, yeah. we did through yeah, that. We did through that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I do, yeah, I think I do. If, I, if I'm playing in a particular room, particular environment I do like to just sort of not literally but sort of mentally step back and look around and yeah. feed taking the ambience it's not as if you're trying to describe it oh no it's not, anyway. it's not and we were in a we're in a gorgeous church in Portugal Ooh, in fact the very one that I was attacked by saber-toothed tigers outside <laughs> um, <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful but a lot of music we played had absolutely nothing to do with it I can't remember much about well, it. Well, one I particularly remember <laughs> is we'd done this really a heavy thing with, and a couple of Portuguese guys, a, a drummer and a flutey kind of person, mm. and a, a singer who was also banging a drum, 
um, joined us and we'd done something and I said, oh, we need to do something gentle. So I started this really <laughs> beautiful gentle thing. But at the end it was bang, <laughs> It was gentle for about yeah. 30 seconds, yeah. maybe. <laughs> that's just, for some reason, that day, that in that, day, in that well, place, that's There what might have been you. a degree of... Um, Reaction to Pain. night. <laughs> oh well, yeah, of course. I'm yeah. getting them now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's natural, really, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's completely natural. Well, it was yeah. either you have to either go down the beating them up route or the crying route. Well, I think yeah. we went down the let them. It's, it's less embarrassing to go down that route. Yeah, yeah. Crying's not very functional. No, yeah, no, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. which you'll be glad to hear we're also not going to engage in here. But we might play, this is a beautiful old tune um, called Sweetest When She's Naked. One of my grandpa's favourite tunes. I don't know if it was the name or the tune, but we'll say.
Do you guys ever just sort of think, um, when, when you're playing live, do you ever just think, screw it, we're just going like, to have a jam, essentially? Oh, just, yeah. Just, do you do that a lot? Or? That's all we do. Is that, That's so, literally so you all we do. We so have... you're not going like, to play today? You're not going like, to play anything from your album? We might. Oh, we might start, start, might be some starting point. Right, so you say that's like the beginning of a jam, yeah. but then let but it. But most likely, the first number I would expect will be. Totally made We'll up. walk on and go, what key? Oh, uh, A major? All right. Wow. And that'll be that. I think, I think that. I think the that's thing that's not even exaggerating. That is literally what we do. Except when we go on and he says what key, yeah. and I just stop yeah. <laughs> without telling him. I, I, think, <laughs> I, think I think the thing that's so impressive to me about that, it's like almost you can only do that because you've you've both got and you, you both have, <laughs> which, is, which is also interesting because obviously you, you had to sort of find e each other. Yes. But I'm sure you know other musicians similar as well. But no. um, by the sounds of things, well, no, you no, really don't. I no. can't do this with anyone else. Wow. See, that's just a testament, isn't it? But what's so impressive to me, like. Like I'm a musician, pretty much like 80% of my friends are musicians, yeah. but it's the level of experience, the sheer level of experience, skill mixed with bravery, that's what it seems. <laughs> but I mean, stupidity, stupidity. But, yeah. but really, I mean, I mean, it's even just the experience and skill alone, that's like decades and decades and oh, decades is, of cultivation. Yeah. So it's not like, you can't just He's find something. how old we are. He said decades and decades. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> could have said years and years, but no, it was all going so well. Yes, it was all going so well. <laughs> well, yeah, because we, I couldn't have done this in the first 10 years out of no, college. No, no way. No way. No yeah. way. Just didn't have the playing chops for it. It's amazing. So, so what's on the, sort of the horizon for you guys at the moment? Are you actively touring or...? Yes. Yeah. We're off from here. We go to Folk East, where we're playing as us, but we're also doing... We worked... We did a ballet last year, folk oh. ballet, or ballet folk. I always get those two the wrong way around. Is it ballet yeah. folk? Oh. Yeah. Um, which is a story, narrative poem story. Mm. So Jesse, Adam's daughter, um, recites the poem story. It's mm -hmm. more of a story it than a poem. Of it might be in yeah. poem form, but it yeah, is a story. It yeah. It's storytelling. And we're working with uh, ballet dancers from the Rombert School. Uh, and that we're performing at Folk East on Saturday afternoon. And then we've got a gig Saturday evening. Yeah. And then I think we actually get a brief bit of rest. A couple rest of days off, a couple of weeks off, then, because then we've got a little tour in September. Oh yes, we've got a tour in September. And then we know where we're going. South, somewhere. Southwest. Yeah. Yes. And then we're off to the state. Yes, we are. Oh, nice. So, Do you, yeah. Is that something you've done before? or I've, Not It's as with a an agent that I've worked with for years, which was the Red Priest thing. As I said, I stopped working with the Red Priest and she sent me an email and said, if you fancy putting together or something or other, I'd love to represent you. So I said, oh, well, I'll, I'll bring Murray's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's the next few men. Then we've got a tour with the Ha, we've got a tour with Kirsty. Yeah. And then there's, I think there might be another one from us. I can't How long are you in the States? A, a, long, a week. A week. A week. Yeah. yeah so. exactly. that, have you been there before, like playing both of It's been the first time over first for time. us. Yeah. Right, wow. So, cool. that's, That'd be quite interesting, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereabouts in the States? In New Jersey and India. Indianapolis. Oh, wow. I can imagine you both looking forward to that quite a lot. I would. Anyway. I was looking forward to, to, to it more until... Until you came back. The thing, <laughs> the thing now, is, see, I can see there's, there's an advantage and a negative. The advantage, uh, the advantage is the advantage is we are going to do our... Yeah, it works really well at airports. <laughs> Coming back from Portugal, oh, we've never amazing. had it so easy. Yeah? You just get a wheelchair. We yeah. zoom straight through. Yeah. Could be like, like kicking you in the ankles every time you get We got on the first people on a Ryanair jet. It was wow. amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, so flying to the States, I, I, I'm fully expecting to try and blag um, 
I'm going business class. Maybe you can go first class. Let's care. see if we can. How far can we go? Certainly, we need more leg room because I'm going to actually put his entire leg in plaster. So <laughs> straight out. See what we can do. So that's the fun bit. The bit that I don't know if Adam's worked this bit out yet. God, probably not. Is that he's a, he's a bit of a control freak when it comes to driving. I have worked this out. Yeah. Murray's going to be driving. I will be driving around the States with him as a grumpy passenger. So he'll be having Sitting lots of arguments. where he would normally be driving as well, yeah, just right. to make it feel even worse. Yeah, well, on, the wrong side. <laughs> on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, so no, that's no. going to be fun. It will yeah. be excellent. <laughs> well, we can train you about the two-second rule, can't we? <laughs> <laughs> this could go on for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the careful driver, he's the crazy driver. No, he's a good driver, he just, just rides a little closer behind things than I <laughs> That's very diplomatic, very diplomatic. That's <laughs> no, just before. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I insult him when it can be done, but he, I mean, about his playing, it's obvious. He's yeah. actually not a bad driver. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. So if people want to contact you, where, they, where can they get um, hold of each other? The best one would be thesideofhouserebellion.com. If we're going with websites, obviously we are on Face, Twit, Woobble, Thing, whatever nice. they all are. All of them. All and of those things. As the side house of Brilliant, not all of them. Yes, yeah. although as is the nature of those, sometimes it is side of red I don't understand yeah. or you could all, get through our agent Katie yes. Whitehouse so yeah Katie Whitehouse at, cool. from the White House from the White House and yeah. if people yeah. want to listen to their music obviously you've got it's lots on of Spotty Hammer thingy yeah everywhere Bandcamp YouTube Apple Music Apple Music and obviously Old School Buy a CD from oh, us. Oh, come to yeah. a gig. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 would, that would be the best, wouldn't it? That would be the best. Yeah. Yeah. Buying a CD is good. Yeah. We've got merch. We have merch. <laughs> and nice. a book of tunes. And just to wrap up, is there anything yeah. that you guys would want to say that you haven't mentioned? Or... Any... <laughs> 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 I thought um, that was all so quite good think, so far. I think the most yeah. important, serious message from the whole thing is um, brewers, sort it out. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Side House of Brain, thank you so <laughs> much. Absolute pleasure. Murray, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate, Appreciate your time. Pleasure. Cheers. Pleasure. <laughs>